Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, Jenny Bellinger, the direct sales dom, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I have with me Kim Speed. Kim is a brand visibility expert, a speaker, a trainer, a recipient of the 2019 Most Influential Businesswoman in Brand Development. Y'all, we got the most influential woman in brand development. So I hope you guys are pulling out your notebooks and your pens right now to start taking notes because we have an awesome conversation planned here. She's also an Amazon best-selling author of Branding on a Shoestring. And the tagline on that book is how to recreate your small business identity and increase sales results in 83 days or less. Nice. Welcome to the show, Kim. Hi, how are you, Jenny? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. I had no idea I had such a badass who was going to be on the show today. (laughs) This is awesome. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Oh, we are so glad to have you because you and I were talking a little bit before before I hit record here for the episode. One of the conversations I've had with my clients for years now. And it literally started four years ago um, when there was a, a network marketing company that changed their model, which affected how their people were paid. And they lost representatives by droves. And it started the conversation of why network marketers should brand themselves. So let's start with Let's let's define branding because I think we hear it a lot, but we don't. A lot of people maybe don't know what what branding really means. So, what does branding mean to you, yeah. Kim? Thank you so much for asking this first, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because and the and how I like to explain it is there is brand and then there's branding, and a brand is what you stand for, what you believe in, your values. In essence, your brand is your reputation. Mm. So think about it as a person in a business, in a business that has many, many people doing the same thing. Um, what you're doing is you're trying to attract people to you and, the, and who you are and getting them to understand who you, what you represent so that like attracts like. And that's just showing them who you are, your personality, your character, your reputation. You're building a reputation with them. And your branding, on the other hand, is everything that you use to communicate that reputation to your audience. Mm. So it could be your logo. It could be your your, um, brand photography. It could be your colors, your fonts. It could be a website. It could be your packaging and signage. All of that helps you to communicate the brand but you have to figure out what the brand is first. Ah, 
that's really important. So when you're working with small businesses, solopreneurs, or it, have you done work with network marketers or direct sales consultants? I have. I have because, and it's so important. Like a lot of people think, oh, I'm part of uh, a network marketing company and they have all this stuff. I just need to use their stuff. And they do provide great material mm-hmm. and they do uh, provide great learning. But you are one in, in a sea of many. So you still have to go out there and let people know who you are. You can't hide behind your computer. You can't hide in the crowd. If you want to make sales, you got to let people know who you are. And you're not going to sell to everybody. Let me just tell you that. You're not <sighs> going to. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for validating that. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> well, and I'm saying that too, because I know you and I have talked and like, you're the queen of that. You know how to help people do that. What I like to do is help people, you know, get to that point and be clear about who they are and not, you know, courage, courageously st- step into that spotlight of theirs. There's so many people that are afraid to take that step and they think, oh, I can just tell people and put a few messages online that I'm selling this product. People aren't going to buy unless they know you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. that's what you what That's why you need to build that personal brand and get out there and let people know who you are. So, so let's start with this step-by-step then. You know, the first step, because you talked about in the definition of a brand is letting people know who you are. So you've got to know who you are. Do you know who you are? What do you stand for? Is is that where you start with with your clients? Yes. So one of the first phases that I help people with is really understanding what it is they do. So yes, you sell products, but what is it that you do and who you are and what you stand for? What are your values? And you really do know what those things are. You just don't always think about them. And it's so easy to just think that your values are the same as the companies, And probably because you do align with them, that's probably why you chose the company that you did. But there's things that are unique and special about you and things that you might think about that your company you know, doesn't bring to the forefront that you can use to attract your tribe. Like there's other people like you and also to detract the people you don't want to work with because there's tons of those too. There is plenty of people that are going to want to work with you, um, but you're there's going to be people that you don't want to work with. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I can tell you that. I mean, I... I think I just did an episode about this. Now, at the time that we recorded this, this episode came out a couple of weeks ago, but by the time this is going to air, it's been a few weeks back. But I did an episode called Sales is Not a Four-Letter Word Part Duh. It's it's a a two-part episode. And in that particular episode, I brought up the fact that when I first started coaching, I took anyone who would hire me. 
And I learned very quickly that was not a great way to go because not everyone is ready for coaching. They think they are. So I've built it into my process now to help weed out number one, people who aren't aligned with me. The podcast is part of that, right? But the second piece is under is there's a question that I ask in my, in that first initial call, because I'm testing out the potential client just as much as they're testing me out to make sure they're ready for me. And I've turned people away because they were not ready for me. Yeah. And a lot, you're right. A lot of people won't do that, especially in the beginning. You're all like, Oh, I just need to get sales and and make this business work. And sometimes that is how you find your ideal clients is to take a few of the ones that you maybe don't like, but you don't Mm -hmm. know right away. So yes, in the beginning, we don't always know exactly who that person is, but you quickly find out who they are. And then you have to be, you know, brave enough to say, you know, this, put up your sign. This is who I serve. Mm. Um, and it took me a while, even as a, a creative person coming out and being a business owner to say, okay, it's not just small business owners, but it's particular group of people. Like I want people that have worked in corporate for a long period of time and are make, making that transition. Like they want something different. They don't want to work in corporate anymore. They want a little more control in life, They but they still want to make money. They have skills and talents that they can use to help other people. Exactly. And so that clarity for me, when I, when I ha- had that first aha moment, you know, because I had a client who said, well, I don't know that I can refer you because I'm not getting results. And I was like, you do realize the problem in that sentence is you. <laughs> I, I can coach you, but I can't do the work for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't, I can't go do these things for you. You're the one who has to reach out and have conversations and do all this. Like, and in, until you do that, I can't do it for you. So you know, where's the pro where really is the problem in this? And it was, you know, helping them to understand that, okay, I don't think we're ready for each other. This is not a good fit for us. So I'm, I'm going to release you to go find time to go do what you need to do to get ready if you want to work with me again. But I don't think we're a fit because, you know, coaching is, is not, I'm done for you. There, there is no such thing as done for you coaching. (laughs) No, but I loved what you just said there. They're not ready to go out there and have those conversations. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that's because they don't know, they don't not feeling comfortable about the clarity in their message of what they do and who mm-hmm. they are. And they're, you know, sort of fumbling along or they feel like it's maybe salesy. Like yeah. you, you know that yeah. you and I have chatted about, oh, that salesy yucky feeling instead of feeling like maybe it's somebody that you actually like chatting with and conversing with. And and maybe you can see that you can bring value to them or a little bit of joy in their life. And you can do that through a conversation, but you, you're not going to do that with everybody. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I think too, it's, the the clarity piece helped you begin to understand it. the clarity comes from the fact that you're not going to sell to everybody right mm-hmm. as soon as somebody can let go of the idea that that they are trying to sell to everybody 
And I'm putting emphasis on every syllable of that word on purpose, because if you are trying to sell to everybody, you're actually selling to no one because no one raises their hand to, hey, I need everybody's attention. I need everybody's help. How many people stop at that point in time? They don't. Like It takes a few people stopping and listening and then more stopping and listening. What really helps is when you can say, hey, everyone in yellow stopped talking and people like everyone in yellow stops looking around and go, Oh, I'm in yellow. I'm going to stop talking now. Right. That's yeah. by the way, that's what I used to do as a teacher. <laughs> it works really well. <laughs> right. Well, you, That's such a great point because I, I love to bring up the analogy of imagine if you were going to attend a huge gala party, imagine that, especially these days, imagine a lot of people in the room having fun, music, dancing, food. Oh my gosh. Remember those days, people? Um, (laughs) Imagine going in there and standing in the middle of the dancer or the dance floor and, you know, trying to yell to people, I got this great story for you people. You got to listen. This is so great. It's really important. You're going to want to know this and nobody's listening. Mm Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's not the right time. It's not the right people. You know, they're not ready for this conversation. But imagine if you sort of scanned the room and you saw maybe somebody standing over by the wall by themselves and you went over and just started a conversation, a friendly conversation. And it wasn't about, you know, selling things. It's just having a conversation with somebody who's then all of a sudden becoming open to you. And you can decide whether or not then, like through the conversation, whether or not that person might be interested in, or you might be able to give them something that would help them. Right. Would that person be more open and willing to listen and maybe be, you know, leaning in a bit saying, oh, could you tell me more? Oh, see, okay. Number one cue for people to know is if that, that literally that leaning in piece the body language will tell you everything about re- whether someone's open, ready, willing. If people are leaning away from you, if they've got arms crossed, if they, you know, that body language tells you a lot about sales. But so you're talking conversation. Let's backpedal just a smidge here. You're building relationship. You're going and talking to the person who's around the edge of the ballroom to go have a conversation with them in a quieter spot. What are you talking about? Well, so many times people will, you know, if you don't know them, they're going to ask you questions or Mm -hmm. you're going to ask them questions. And then eventually it comes up to, oh, so what do you do? And that's when you get into that, what I call your, you're creating your one liner. So Mm -hmm. what is it that you can, you know, present to people that doesn't feel icky, but actually makes them lean in? And that one liner usually starts with something about your ideal client. Mm. So, for example, for me, I like to talk when somebody asks me what I do, I like to lean in and tell them, well, you know what? There's so many people these days leaving the corporate world, jumping the corporate ship to start businesses of their own using the skills and talents that they already have. Although, they find it really difficult, some more difficult than they thought it was going to be. So I'm a brand visibility expert. And what I do is help those people to actually figure out what their message is, who they're helping and, 
and how to deliver it so that they are attracting people and stepping into their spotlight so that they can be seen, heard, and remembered so that they can become successful. Bravo. Slow <laughs> clap on that one. That's beautiful, Kim. Exactly. But I just want to, let me break that down for you yeah. for a second. So I, the, I start off by talking about my ideal client in a way that if that person might be interested or they know somebody that is, all of a sudden they're like going, oh, I th- tell me more. Mm-hmm. And the conversation does, it brings up is they'll ask questions. And it doesn't just bring the conversation to a dead halt when you say, oh, I'm a brand strategist. That's lovely. And isn't the weather nice today? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I do have to say one of the one of the biggest helps for me when I got started in my direct sales business was our CEO did a little training for our group one time. And he said, when somebody asks what you do. I'm going to tell you right now, this next sentence that I'm about to say should not come out of your mouth. Okay, everybody listening, do not answer. This is the wrong answer. I'm going to tell you the wrong one, then I'll tell you the right one. The wrong answer is, I sell jewelry. Oh, yes, yes. Wrong answer. (laughs) Wrong answer. Right. Right. You know, and then he went on to give us like four or five different things we could pick from. He goes, some of you will feel more comfortable with this one. Some of you will feel more comfortable with this one. Some of you will feel more comfortable with this one. And the and I want you all to pick the one that feels right for you because we can't have 30,000 of us who are all going out saying the same thing because then they know that that's yes. what you've been trained to do, right? Yeah. If yes, we all yes, have yes. something different that fits us, you're you're going to attract a different a a different person. Right. So, Mm. you know, I working with my clients on that conversation from the get go saying, okay, when somebody asks what you do, what's your response? I'm like, let's role play. We're, We're at a networking event. Right. And we go through that process and we build at least at minimum that sentence because my business changed when I went from saying I sell jewelry because that used to come out of my mouth the first few months. Yeah. Shocking. (laughs) But but for me, it moved into, I help busy professional women get ready faster in the morning, feel better about how they look so they can go out in the day and kick ass. See, you're talking about them, not yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And And exactly what you need to do. Because I knew busy professional women did not have time and hated the idea of going through their closet and figuring all that out. And even though I sold accessories, I was helping them create. I I didn't just focus on the jewelry piece. I focused on fashion in general. And at the time, like capsule wardrobes were were becoming big, right? So I didn't just focus on the jewelry. I went, okay, what... most people get jewelry. Like jewelry is not confusing. Put on the necklace, put on the bracelet. Not hard. What people have difficulty with sometimes is the fashion associated with it. So if we can start mm-hmm. with a capsule wardrobe of, you know, these basic pieces that can all mix and match, the jewelry is what changes it up. The scarves, the belts, the purses, the jewelry, the the how you do your hair, how you do your makeup, all the other things is what change it up. And I did a scientific thing. I actually, I went to and I was part of a weekly networking meeting and I, I still am part of a group called BNI. And for yeah, four weeks I in a row, well. right? I went for four weeks in a row. This is back when we had meetings in person. 
And I wore the same outfit four weeks in a row. Black pencil skirt, white button up top. But I changed my jewelry jewelry. every week. Mm -hmm. Four weeks. On the fourth week, I asked all the ladies. I didn't tell anybody I was doing this, but I asked all the ladies in the room, have you noticed anything about my outfits for the last four weeks? Number one, they couldn't remember what I wore. Yeah but they could remember my jewelry. They're like, oh, well, a few weeks ago, you wore like a purple necklace. And a couple of weeks ago, you had on like all like super sparkly stuff. And they remembered the accessories. They did not remember the outfit. And I was like, would it surprise you if I said I wore this for the last four weeks? Went home, washed it, put it on fresh every single week, which is new stuff. And they were like, oh, I need you in my closet. Like it just immediately changed the conversation because now they were like, oh, she's not trying to sell me jewelry. She's going to help me do what she just did. Brilliant. It changed, right? It's it's that change. So as you're working with people in the branding space, helping them gain this clarity do you focus more? So you help them focus on who they're working with then? And and how do you help them find who that is? So, well, we do research and surveys and I actually get people to talk to people. <laughs> Funny sure. enough, there's conversations that are having, they're having with real people. So yeah, getting comfortable with what they stand for, who they are, who they want to work with, and then discovering if that's the right fit you know, doing some surveys, doing some research, having conversations, and then, you know, working on those one-liners. But I also, another big part of it is what are some of the experiences that you can provide that are going to make you stand out and have somebody go, oh, that person really gets me. You know, Mm -hmm. what are, and some of them can be, you know, as small as, well, I have a chiropractic client for Mm -hmm. instance, and he works with a lot of, well, we call them weekend warriors. Okay. (laughs) These people that have been in sports all their life, but they're getting older and they only do sports on weekends. So they get injured a lot of times. So what he does on the first visit is, you know, after, you know, the assessment and things, he provides a link to some videos that he suggests that they do on a regular basis to help them keep mobile. And then he gives them one of those terabands, stretchy terabands, so that they can do the exercises. And it's some of these small things that he adds in to his, like it doesn't cost him a ton of extra money. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes the recordings and he can offer them to people over and over again. And then the this band doesn't cost that much money, but you know what? It makes him become memorable. And it's like, oh, he just like helped me out a whole lot. And he's, wow, he's trying to keep me out of the office rather than bringing me in over and over. Of course, they have to come back, but. Right. Um, yeah. Right. It looks as like he's as thinking long as about their well-being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As, as long as they're still out playing hockey, playing tennis, playing golf, playing all the things that are going to keep them active, right? They, yes. There's going to be injuries, you know, sometimes it's called an accident for a reason and not on purposes. That's <laughs> yes. what I say to my kids a lot. There's a reason, mom, I'm not going to do whatever. I know that. That's why it's called an accident, not an on purpose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a heads up that mom, my mommy brain sees something different, right? The same yeah. is true in this case. So that, that now, Kim, I know we could talk brand branding forever. So we're going to leave a little bit for everybody here because we don't want to, we don't want to do 
like give them all the stuff yet because I'm going to have you back. We're we're going to talk again, oh, yeah. and and in fact, we're recording this before you're going to be on the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Summit. So for those of you who are listening to this and you did not see Kim on the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Summit. Make sure you go back and watch her if you bought the the package that included the replays. If you didn't, go buy the package with the replays to get more of Kim because she's brilliant with this branding stuff and she can help you with it. And in fact, she even has a free giveaway now for all of you who are listening right now. So Kim, what do you have to offer the badass crew? So... Jenny, I would love to gift your audience with a free copy of my book, Branding on a Shoestring, which gives people step-by-step how to develop their brand properly. And if they go to (laughs) brandingonashoestringbook.com, they can get a free copy from me. And I I hope that helps them. Absolutely. So guys, again, the the website is brandingonashoestringbook.com. And you know how this goes. As long as you're not driving Badass Crew, grab your phone, scroll up in the show notes. You'll find the link directly to go download her book. Is it a download or an actual physical it's copy? It's a download. It's a yeah. download. It's Good. A download. Yeah. download the book, listen to it, watch it, read it, whatever. However you're going to do it, guys, make sure you get this book because it'll take you through step-by-step in creating your own brand. And I think, I think the next conversation we need to have, Kim, is why it's important to brand yourself and get yourself out of the 30,000 reps who do what you do, what what makes you different? Why you? So we'll talk about that next time. What do you say? Okay. Sounds good. Sounds Love good. That. <laughs> Love that. Well, Kim, thank you so much for sharing your, your expertise and your ideas here with the Badass Crew. I so appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. And <sighs> as I said, I love chatting about this with you because I know you get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I absolutely. And branding is not something I do. Like, I can talk about it, but I'm not going to actually be doing that with somebody. So (laughs) if someone wants to really delve in, please reach out to Kim. All of her contact information is in the show notes in addition to the link to her book. So connect with Kim. She's got a really fun group on Facebook that I'm actually a part of as well. And I've enjoyed participating in her group. So feel free to go check that out too. Right, Kim? Yes, please do. Come come on and... We love having new people and uh, we love supporting each other. Wonderful. That sounds great. Well, thank you, Kim and Badass Crew. You guys know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.